0: I think the one place where the greatest consternation would be caused in the short term for admission would be to admit the Baltic states now in terms of NATO-Russian, U.S.-Russian relations.
1: One of the reasons why this uncertainty is is likely not going to resolve quickly, or at least it's not going to be completely taken away quickly, even if there is a ceasefire agreed to uh, in the near term, um, is because a lot of these issues have been building for decades. Um, and Mike, I know you've talked in this channel for years and years and years about the monetary reasons, like the policy causes of, of this instability we have right now, the too much debt, the too much money printing, currency printing, et cetera. Um, but on the geopolitical side, you've also been warning about this for a while. Um, you've you shared your great video uh Last week, you shared your great video that you'd done a couple of years back, I think in 2015, about why Russia feels surrounded. Um, there's a uh, there's a map and a clip here from President Biden, but from a couple decades ago that I think are really worth sharing because they they show you that the reason why Russia acted, whether you agree with it or not, the, we understood the reasons for what would propel Russia to take some sort of extreme action like this. We understood those reasons back in the 90s. Correct.
2: Yeah, well, here's Biden uh, saying that that you know the admission of the Baltic states uh, into NATO was one of the most destabilizing things that we could do when it comes to the relationships with Russia. And then uh, if you watch my video, why the map that shows why Russia feels surrounded, uh, those uh, we're now, Potentially, you know, we've been dangling the carrot of of being a NATO member in front of the Ukraine for years, and it thinks that it's going to be a NATO member. Uh, Now, I'm against what Vladimir Putin is doing, but I am very for everybody trying to understand both sides of the situation. Uh, So why don't we run this clip here of uh, Biden and what he was saying about uh, the admission of the Baltic states, which were admitted. Uh, into NATO, Uh, and, uh, you know, now the shoe is on the other foot. He's not on the same side that he was on back in 1997.
0: I think the one place where the greatest consternation would be caused in the short term for admission, having nothing to do with the merit and preparedness of the country to come in, would be to admit the Baltic states now in terms of NATO-Russian, U.S.-Russian relations. And if there was ever anything that was going to tip the balance, were it to be tipped in terms of a vigorous and hostile reaction, I don't mean military, in Russia, it would be that.
2: Okay. Um, So if you look at this map, you can see that the Baltic states were admitted. Uh, Now, the border of the Ukraine, this is 1,300 miles um, long border. Uh, in some of the more populated areas, right along some of the most populated areas of Russia. Uh, it's a huge worry that uh, they would be potentially admitted into NATO and everybody needs to step back and take a breath and, and sort of look, is there a solution to this uh, situation? Can I write my congressman? What can we do? Because this isn't about the US or Russia winning, this is about World War III or not. And, uh, you know, I do encourage everybody to watch uh, Carl Sagan's Pale Blue Dot again. Uh, it, it really does put, put things in perspective. But, um, the, you know, if the Ukraine is... Vladimir Putin warned us about this in 2015, and that is what was the, uh, the reason for my presentation the map that uh, shows why Russia feels surrounded. Uh, He made a press conference, and then it didn't get picked up in the Western media. Nobody on this side of the issue saw it. It got suppressed way back in 2015. It was very, very important, and basically he was warning us that this day is coming if we don't uh, uh, take a look at how both sides feel. You know, I want to... um, uh, read something here uh we've got something called the monroe doctrine and the monroe doctrine basically uh you know originally it was more about uh europe's involvement in the western hemisphere but back in uh 1823 president monroe uh gave this speech and he basically said that uh europe uh cannot interfere in the western hemisphere So the Western Hemisphere is off-limits. And then that was extended uh, during um, uh, Teddy Roosevelt's time, and then again during John Kennedy. He invoked the Monroe Doctrine in the Cuban Missile Crisis, and he basically said, if at any time the communist buildup in Cuba were to endanger or interfere with our security in any way, or if Cuba should ever attempt to export its aggressive purpose purposes by force or threat of force against any nation in this hemisphere or become offensive military bases of significant capacity for the soviet union then this country will do whatever it whatever must be done to protect its own security and that of its allies so that is what kennedy said when the russians were trying to put uh, a base in cuba well <laughs> now if if the ukraine becomes a member of nato uh that is putting uh you know maybe they will put a base in that country or not but there are already a lot of nato bases pretty much surrounding russia uh got any comments there uh well just you know
1: to my main point when introducing this the these issues have been around for a long time, they right? And, and you're even saying, kind of the spirit of it, you know, that, that Russia's analogy of the Monroe Doctrine, right? I mean that 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 type of mentality that that nations, especially large nations, have, has, has been around for centuries, right? So, right.
2: Uh, all I'm my, saying my, is that that uh, you know we would be sensitive if Russia tried to put. Uh, military bases in canada and mexico we would be the ones bringing on world war three at this point we would <laughs> not accept that at all and people just sort of and and you know there is something that can be done about it uh Nord Stream 2 the pipeline uh is something that we we don't want russia to have uh the economic influence that it would have it's got it's uh, hands on the valve for energy, and they can cut a significant portion of Europe's energy at any moment, and thereby their GDP. They can crash the world economy if they clamp down on that oil valve of the the energy flowing to Europe. Um, all we have to say is, do you know if 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 they establish Nord Stream two, it doubles their power over Europe, basically. Uh, that can be traded. Basically, we say all your investment in Nord Stream 2, you know, let go of that. That's dead. And uh, we will help to establish the Ukraine as a neutral buffer zone, a neutral state, not a NATO member with uh, one of a a military base, a NATO military base, basically an American military base, right on the other side of your border, because that would be similar as uh, the as uh, Russia establishing bases right across the Canadian border and Mexican borders. Uh, it's, it's very, very similar. And I think a lot of people just, um, we all need to step back and think at this moment. I'm, I am not for Russia or Vladimir Putin. The one thing I do know is that there's no Russian that specifically wants to kill me and there's no Russian that I specifically want to kill. Uh, the, the people on both sides are good people. And we need to all realize that uh, the Russian people are not evil. It's our leaders that cause these problems. Well,
1: absolutely. And, um, you know, the main point I just want to underscore um, is because of the longstanding issues that led up to this, this is not going to be a situation where, you know, we can spank Russia and just send it back and say, you know, hey, don't do this again we're going to have to have to have some sort of negotiated outcome here that better address the tension that had been building that led to this right for
2: yes all the reasons
1: you just mentioned we would never accept you know russian bases in canada they're never going to accept something on their doorstep so to your point about whether it's trading nord stream for you know neutrality guarantees whatever we are going to have to work with them and to come up with some sort of you know long standing solution to that building friction and you and I were talking about before we started the camera here, Mike. Um, we, we, you know, obviously, and I think for very good reason, countries like Russia get uh, uh, criticized for suppressing dissent and and publishing what might be considered propaganda, you know, inside their countries uh, to drive the narrative. But in Western countries, we increasingly have, you know, a demonization of the other point of view. Um, and if you're if, if you need to have a mutually uh, uh, arrived at outcome uh, with a, an adversary, you have to understand each other's sides to be able to come up with you know the horse trading that you're going to need to come up to meeting in the middle. But yeah. right now, it does not seem like there's much listening on either side to trying to understand uh, the, the op-
2: opponent. That's absolutely true. I would imagine that uh, just this video, because we've been, I'm I'm trying to look to to talk about sort of a neutral position, not being way off one way or another way. Uh, and uh, I think this video is probably going to get one of the highest thumbs down ratios that we've had in a lot of times, and and I don't want to alienate any of our viewers. I just want everybody to try and look at this thing with the most level head possible, and then uh, write your congressman, senator, uh, try to have Try to be part of the solution instead of part of the problem. And part of the problem is when somebody lets emotions guide them. They get all full of testosterone, and they're about to get in a fight. Well, we don't want to be throwing punches at this point. Uh, uh, Russia will get out of the Ukraine if uh, they are certain. Right now, they're they's just wrecking the Ukraine. And uh, there was uh, you know videos done on this. I, I'm discovering videos that show this thing developing since like 2012 and even earlier, that thing that we just showed with Biden. This goes way, way back. And uh, anybody that thinks that this is all caused by Vladimir Putin just suddenly invading the Ukraine uh, doesn't really understand what's going on. And then uh, without the understanding, it becomes much easier for emotion to guide you. And when emotion guides you, then it's really easy for you to be manipulated whoever wants to manipulate you so i think that brings us to the meme of the day uh now i don't know the accuracy of this meme of the day because it's got nato bases uh planted around here but this was a meme that was going around and it was in my presentation uh back in 2015. And it sort of drives the point home when you think about the Cuban Missile Crisis and you think our response is that there cannot be any interference in the entire Western Hemisphere. So no foreign military bases from, from uh, you know, extending from Russia or China or some uh, power that's uh, not in the Western Hemisphere. Uh, we will not tolerate that. We won't allow it. And then take a look at this. Russia wants war. Look how close they put their country to our military bases. So with that, I want to thank you, Adam, for being here.
1: Always a pleasure, Mike. Um, Look, end of the day, let's just hope for the swiftest, most peaceful resolution to what's going on in Ukraine. but, But very, very interesting times we're
2: living through right now. Yes. Thanks a lot. We'll see you later.